Mr. J here. I think you're going to be hearing that intro like about three, four times <laughs> on this podcast because we are at WonderCon. We being myself and Seamus. Welcome, Seamus. Hi. Yeah, listen, man. We are here at WonderCon. We are recording late in the evening or early in the morning, depending on uh, where you live. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought that since the bulk of all the things happened between Friday and Saturday, we're just gonna do a little, just gonna do a little recap, right? So we've got, not only we got uh, interviews uh, that are coming up, coming up with Ryan Parrott and Cena Grace. That's right. Mm-hmm. Cause if y'all didn't know, okay. There have been there's a couple of changes that are going on. So uh, we have a couple of interviews that are coming up after this. But we just want to give you a little recap. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, Friday. Friday. There was the Power Rangers panel on Friday with the actors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That did happen. Yes. Okay. What were some of the nuggets that came from that panel, though? Some of the nuggets that came from that panel was the biggest one was when I asked them all about like, oh, what was it like working with your respective executive producers? And a lot of them were like, oh, this, that, that, And I believe it was um, Ciara Hanna was like, yeah, um, I went in and I asked like why Gia never had a focus episode. And it was like, oh, yeah, because she's perfect. So she has no character arc. Because she's perfect. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's that's crazy. How you you don't you're not no 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 that's not no no or is that a cop out? It's probably a cop out. It's probably like a dumb like oh uh, oh uh, well uh uh. I guess you know. Oh, so, and, and also William Schufeld had a little story. So here's the thing. Okay, now I'm gonna preface this by saying right. It's going to sound way worse than it is. Yes, <laughs> I, I guess. Way worse than it is. But, so here's the story, right? So, like, you know, in order to make sure that you, when you're being cast as these rangers, there's certain criteria that you have to fit, right? Mm-hmm. One being you have to, like, stay in shape and make sure you don't, like, completely change your look drastically. Right. Um, that includes, you know, gaining weight or losing weight even, right? So they're like, as long as you don't, like, lose 5 to 10 pounds drastically either, or, you know, make sure you, can you do that? Great, awesome. Another requirement is making sure that they don't get that much sun. Yes. Because right? if you get some sun, you get a little tan, you get a little darker, you, you start to change a little bit. And in terms of, like, you know, continuity, makeup, that sort of thing. Yeah. In my... Okay. However, couple. <laughs> Will, Will Schufel, right? And that is Brody from Ninja Steel, y'all. Yes. Will Schufel, he told this little ditty, right? Is that, listen, okay. Judd was like, listen, okay, uh, just make sure that you ain't going in the sun too long, right? You can't get too dark, Okay. The the character's name is Brody Thompson. What? Don't get too dark, y'all. <laughs> and, so, and so then they changed the name to Brody Ramirez. Romero. Romero. Romero or something or whatever. Yeah. So they, they, they ended up changing his last name, but still. I'm just like, 
Okay, wait, what does one have to do with the other? What are you trying to, are you, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? So that was a little gem. Um, I didn't know that Sierra Hanna auditioned for Samurai. Yeah. And was offered Samurai. Yep, but then looked at the contract and was like, I can't do this. So what was the difference between that contract and... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And 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 it's funny because what was the what was we always confuse Gia and Mia and Emma, Emma and, and and what was Mia there was Mia Gia Mia Gia Emily and Emma it was Emily and Emma okay that season yes. is so stuck in your mind yes yes so like it it yeah yeah because yeah it's not like they really changed the look of who they were hiring between Samurai and Megalord. So that was... I didn't, I didn't know that gem. I didn't know that gem. Yeah. Um, I, w- I will have to say that moderating is not the easiest thing. Yeah. However, the moderator for this Power Rangers panel... Um, did he know anything about any of their seasons? Any of them. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he did. It I'm, just, not, I'm not saying that you have to know everything. Yeah, it just it just came off like some of the questions. It was like you don't know what you're talking about, dude. Like, ask something that people care about. Yeah. So. And there was the legendary, you know, question that you get it. Even the actors say they get it every panel. What was it like working with the legendary Jason David Frank? And they all are just like. It's like, yeah, it's nice. Next question. <laughs> I don't even, I even forgot what they said. Yeah. But like, I mean, yeah, they get a lot. But I just, there's certain things of how you phrase that question. Like, yeah. like, like you can, you can even just ask that ahead of time so that you don't get people like fans to be like, so like, how is it like working with X? You know, you yeah. phrase that question in a moderated situation so that you don't get that. But, um, but yeah, so I think the panel could have been run a little bit better. Right. You know, and poor Jack Gooseman. He's like the only one that kind of like didn't really fit in with the rest of the crew. Because they were all from like Megaforce, Dino Charge, Ninja Steel. I mean, yeah, because, oh no, because yeah, like all of them are from later Saban seasons. Yep. <laughs> and and he's from Disney slash Saban. Like, yep. it's so weird. So yeah, it was just it was like all right, questions for the young people. So yeah, Jack. Uh, well, what about you? Uh, you're old. Uh, you're... Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much the that. stick. I yeah, mean, he didn't say that, but I mean, it was like uh, you're. Uh... Yeah. So so that was on Friday. Um, and by the by the way, like this is my first time at WonderCon, y'all. Like I've never been to WonderCon. I'm, you know, I've always heard about WonderCon being like, oh yeah, this is a great convention or whatever. And, and it was always near another convention that I was going to. I'm just like, oh, I can't fly. Okay. However, I was just like, okay, Friday, chill day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm going to roll through. This is going to be easy. We're going to go through the different vendors, go through like Artist Alley and everything. Yeah. It's going to be da, 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 da. easy. Saturday, I'm ready, right? Yeah. Ready for the elbowing. Okay. Saturday was kind of chill too. I mean, yeah. there was more people, of course. Yes, but it was still chill. Was like still- I had been to WonderCons in the past, 
And Saturday was a little bit more like, oh, like we really got to like, you know, you really got to like bump into people and there's big crowds and everything. It was pretty manageable this year. It was very, very manageable. It was like the very, very chill New San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. The very chill. <laughs> very chill job. So, so that's what I was like, okay, all right. Which, I mean, uh, hello, I didn't mind. Yeah. Oh, God, I mind. You know, so like, so today was the boom panel. Yes. Okay. That Seamus left me. I had to cover another <laughs> thing for Den of Geek. I wish I could have been there. He left me. Uh, I was following Lisa's tweets. <laughs> so the boom panel, and they had a series of people that are working on comments like Lumber James and... Uh, Firefly question yep. mark um, and uh, other comics that uh, escaped me at the moment at what, 1 o'clock in the morning um, so you had one focus <laughs> I had one focus it was Power Rangers okay so we all know about Ryan Parrott taking over MNPR whoop whoop and at issue 40 you know starting that necessary evil arc that situation White Rangers coming all of the things and that sort of thing. We all know that. Great. Fabulous. However, comma, mm-hmm. they made the announcement about Go-Go getting that co-writer, Cena Grace. Yep. Okay? And Cena, he um, wrote and illustrated a story in the annual. It was in the parents' 25th anniversary yeah, little okay. special. Special. It was the Adam and Aisha one, right? That we are most famous for talking about as Zacked and Tringed. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode named that. So if you want to listen to that, you can do that. Um, so yeah, so he's worked with Boom before, you know. Yeah, he's he's done other comics for them, and right. you know he's done other comics in general. So right. So you know he's uh, he's not he's not new around these territories, but yeah. So he's been brought on to. Um, co-write uh, Go-Go starting with issue 21 and issue 21 all you see the cover Green Ranger standing tall Jer weeps in the distance <laughs> he's like Jer weeps in the distance <laughs> see him crying closer <laughs> with Green Ranger forced upon him. Anyway, so yeah. Um, Sorry, Jason David Frank. <laughs> Ask Tommy Oliver. <laughs> so the comic is going to be taking place at, at a certain time after Shattered Grid, and and it's joining uh, and it's joining us, or we're joining it when Tommy's already on the team. They're so, skipping Green with Evil. Green with Evil. They are skipping it. They are just skipping it. Skipping it. Well, Ryan was basically saying it's like we don't want to do. We don't want to just retell a story that everybody knows. They want to tell new stories. They want to tell new stories. And when I talked to him in a Den of Geek interview that you will hear, um, or you'll read, I guess is more of an appropriate thing, mm-hmm. is that it's just like it's like yeah, like if I tried to change that story, people would get mad at me. Yeah. So I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> He's like, we are just gonna skirt around, skirt around, and so both, so both, and both, um, 
the Mighty Morphin comic and Gogo are part of this necessary evil arc as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, you know, listen, both of these are coming out. Let me see. Um, no, I have my notes here. Because June and July of this year is going to be packed. Okay? Yep. So let's, let's run it down real quick, right? Gogo 19, right, is is coming out in April. Yep. Okay. Um, Gogo 20 coming out in May, right? Then Gogo Power Rangers Forever Rangers, which is kind of like the last, you know, the final arc, last chapter in that arc yep. for Gogo, which is coming out June 19th. And, uh, and, and then Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue 40, which is starting that necessary evil arc, is coming out June 26th. Yeah. So, oh, and then if you weren't done yet, July 10th is Gogo Power Rangers issue 21. And that's when Cena Grace, you'll start seeing his work as, as a co-writer. So, June and July mm-hmm. is going to be chocked full of endings and beginnings. And uh, there's just so much you can ask about that, like, without... Saying like, well, yep, you can't I can't say anything until you, until you read the comic. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But just in just in general, like, what are your what are your thoughts? What are your what's going through your mind? Um, for me, I mean, yeah, the the whole thing of oh, there's more Tommy and whatever else, and that was kind of the appeal of GoGo that there was no Tommy. Um, if it was not in, I mean, I know it's being co-written now. But in Ryan's hands and Cena's hands, and you know, we talked to Cena, seems like an amazing human being. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm willing to give it a chance. You never know. Uh, the necessary evil thing, I'm like, hey, I, I don't even know what's going on with that. <laughs> but I barely knew what happened at the end of Shadow Grid. So <laughs> I mean, but after, after Beyond the Grid really didn't live up to any kind of expectations, that it's like, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go from here. Honestly, yeah. the the decision to skip Green with Evil because I always assume oh they'll just they'll just do their own version of Green with Evil and that will be the finale of GoGo. That was always kind of my thought, mm. and it was getting to the point of with GoGo for me that I'm like all of this couldn't have happened before Green with Evil. There's so much happening that eventually there had to it had only been like maybe half a year between like Day of the Dumpsters st- style stuff and Green with Evil. Mm. Yeah, that's how it was in my mind anyway. So I'm like, okay, so they're just going to skip that. This is a lot about the importance of Green with Evil within the history of Power Rangers, of course. But if Ryan's at the helm doing all this stuff, then they have all my faith. All my faith in Cena, man. I am excited to see what you're doing. Excited to see what you bring to the table. Yeah, for real, man. Like, I just, I mean, I'm just excited in general because, like, you know, I mean, we, I'm not, Little spoiler, right? Like right before recording this, like we watched Beast Morphers, episode four. Episode four. Okay, so rough. Yeah, little bit, little bit, and um, just not really enthused <laughs> with the television show right now in its state. So that's why the comics. I'm hoping that the comments can, like, you know, 
give that judge. Pick it up. Give that judge, cause girl, we need it, child. This is, I mean, beast morphous. I, I, I know. Like, it's gonna be a minute since we're gonna hear us talk in depth about um, beast morphous episodes because, like, we're traveling, we're doing this. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on, but just a little spoiler alert. Um, still need more Cap uh, Commander Shaw. Just saying. Yep. Still need more of her. You know. She had a little moment, I'm just saying, but I, I need more of her. Uh, and, um, yeah, Roxy, you doing your thing, girl. girl. Okay, all right. Doing your thing. Loving it. Okay. That's the spoiler, because the rest of the time when you hear the actual full review, well, you know, just just, just buckle your seatbelt, child. Mm-hmm. So, um, anything else during WonderCon that happened that popped up in your mind? Anything? No, I mean, like, it sounds like so small when we talk about it, but those are some very, very big things that just knowing that Gogo is going to have the Green Ranger in it. Now, if it's still the same character-focused thing and it doesn't become all Tommy all the time, then that's, you know what? That's fine. I'm excited if they do some nice integrated Tommy. You know what I want? You know what I would want to see? More of Tommy and Zach hanging out like an oyster stew. Uh, have, I love the little buddy buddy. I do because, like you know, in the MMPR, it was a, there was a lot of Tommy Billy, yeah, situation, and so then it could be like a Tommy Zach situation or whatever, or like you know Tommy Trini, like you know, just not like not like a romantic thing, just like friends, right, hanging out, right. You know, we don't need to, we don't need to see Tommy and Jason fighting each other. Uh, I think we're good. Yeah, I just you know I. I mean, listen. I I I like the character Tommy. So you know, you put if you put Tommy in there, whatever. And I've always said that when people write about Tommy, it's like he is this like elusive one that you your I don't even know what the right word for it is, but like you just you he's the untouchable one. Yeah, you can't you know. So like you really there's a lot of stuff that you just don't know about him because yeah. like there's so much that people are afraid to 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 write about. Yeah. You know? So I'm saying, like, if you are going to do Tommy, like, yo, like, actually, like, I want to, like, know character stuff about him. Yeah. Instead of just, like, he is the... He's the loner. He's the result of circumstance. Yeah. That, like, oh, no, he did some karate on Bulk and Skull, and then it's like, ah, Tommy, I have chosen you. (laughs) Let's let's learn about this dude in the go-go style, please. For real. For real. Like, I want to see baby Tommy... Right, yep. you know just how you have Muppet Babies. I want to see Ranger Babies. Ranger <laughs> Babies. See, I'm just giving all this nuggets and gems. Okay, they make your morphin dreams come true. <laughs> see, and you know we I, 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 that I, that would be nice, so that you don't feel like it doesn't have to feel like the Tommy Show, but you also are actually fi- like really finding out who this kid is and where he's coming from because mm-hmm. we don't even know came from in MMBR, really we don't because mm-hmm. we just dropped in like okay he's part of the team so so what we gonna do anyway listen we are dedicated <laughs> it is 1 30 in the morning on the west coast yes okay but we do this for you we do this for you so we are going to leave you instead of us rambling blah, 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 we are going to segue into Interviews with Ryan Parrott and Cena Grace. Okay? So, good night. We out here. Gang, gang. No, I'm not going to say gang, gang. There's a Tommy in the distance. 
See him ki-eyeing closer with the force of Utsutsuya. Five range of colors gone by. I can't. I can't. I'm going to bed. Good night. Good night. Good night and good luck. Another project that uh, the writer is very, here is very passionate about is Power Rangers. So, you know, recently we announced that Ryan, who's been writing Go Go, Spot Go Go Power Rangers, will become the new writer of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. With a new event, we're calling Necessary Evil, and the White Rangers making his debut, and he's leading the Power Rangers team. But wait, wait, last time we saw the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they disappeared at the end of Go Go Power Rangers. So, what happened? Well, Ryan can't tell us, but Ryan, you know, you're someone um, who has now spent a lot of time with the original Power Rangers. You're getting to talk, you're getting to deal with the White Ranger now. What is it about these characters you think has made them so resonant, not just with the audience, with the fans here, but with you as well? Oh man, I'm, I'm like, so many of us grew up on that. You know, like, I, it's funny, like, I remember when people would ask me, like, oh, what's, what's your favorite season? And, like, it all kind of blends together in a weird way, because I remember, like, being, like, I think I was, like, 13 when it came out. And, like, if you actually go back, you have like a weird half memory of the show, if, which it's kind of written as a half memory if you actually watch it. But, but yeah, I, I think there was just something about like that first group of teenagers and sort of connecting with them and sort of uh, discovering their own identities and you know, the, you know, just a big superpower or sort of just a big metaphor of responsibility anyway. So it's like I, I think that's why I really identified with it was the idea of just sort of like. When you're that age, it's that moment when you're trying to figure out who you are. Also, it's the first time people are actually expecting things of you and preparing for your future. And so that's why I like the show. Yeah. So you're kind of like a Power Rangers expert, though, right now. Where, no, where do you no. say you are? I'm, I'm barely qualified to write this book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to say, well, let's see how much Ryan really knows oh, about no. the writing more from Power Rangers. Oh, Hi, guys. Power Good to see you. Thanks. <laughs> Who's a big Power Rangers fan and knows a lot? Okay, multiple man, what's your question that stump Ryan Derrick? Let's see. A simple one. What are the uh, first names of Bolt and Skull? The, or actually, the full names of them. First name, last name. It's a simple one. <laughs> Very simple. Can we give him a free comic book? <laughs> so, now we want to move on to those announcements, right? You guys come here to meet everybody who's awesome and cool. And you're probably like, why is why is, Cena hasn't said anything yet. I know, I know, we're getting to that. But first, we want to talk about... Go, go, Power Rangers Forever! Oh, yeah. This was recently announced, uh, coming out in June, an oversized special, kind of wrapping up all the threads, uh, somewhat, uh, that uh, Ryan's been building towards in the, in the first extended year and a bit of Go, Go, Power Rangers. Our beloved sweet boy Matt on the cover, what's gonna happen to him? Hopefully his heart's not broken again. My wife will be very mad at you, Ryan. Uh, but you know, uh, Go, Go, Power Rangers, will hit in June, and then there's going to be somewhat of a new beginning for the power, for the Go Go Power Rangers uh, series. So before we get there, Ryan, what's uh, what's it like to be wrapping up all these threads you've been saying with Rita and her parents, the Rangers in their first year as Rangers, and wonderful sweet boy Matt? Oh, it's, it's exhausting. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, so that cover's Dan by Dan Mora, which is amazing. Uh, I asked him, we were Basically, right around the middle of the series, you know, Boom came. He's like, you know, we're thinking about wrapping the series up. I was like, well, it'd be cool if we could do like a like a last 
cover that sort of like wrapped up everything that was in the entire run of the thing, and Dan came up with that, and I saw that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been cool. Uh, so in June, like I said, Forever Rangers is going to come out. It's a double-sized issue, and it's going to sort of wrap up everything. It's sort of the end of the first chapter of Go Go Power Rangers. That's why I know there's some confusion that it was the end, but it's not. It's sort of sort of it's sort of the ending I wanted to do from the very beginning of the series. Um, but yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, but after that, we're going to be jumping forward in time. Uh, huh? We'll tell we'll wait to Okay, I don't know. Jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, as Ryan said, we have a really, really cool now. Sorry. Ryan, you just tease it. You're going to be jumping ahead in time. You're going to be writing two Power Rangers books. Like, look, you are a Hercules among men, but that's still a lot for any single person. And it seems like, just like Maverick, you might need a co-pilot. <laughs> and I don't know, Ryan, uh, is there anybody in this room you think might be cool to join, have you join as a special sixth ranger on Google Power Rangers? Um, no, you guys are great. It only cost me my marriage, which is great. Kind of doing the two books cost me marriage. But yeah, you guys are very nice to have somebody you could bring on. Uh, so starting with Gogo Power Rangers number 21, uh, it will be co-written by myself and the lovely Sina Grace. Yeah. So, Gogo Power Rangers number 21. I didn't, okay, I thought I'd knock the thing off again. I will, uh, with Ryan and Cena co-writing, well now, this, with this, the Sears will officially join the necessary evil event going on in uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So much like Shattered Grid was an event that took place over two different periods of time, but it all connected with secrets in both books. Um, you could read Necessary Evil, you could just read Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you could just read Go Go Power Rangers, but why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> why not get both of them? And for Ross, please buy all the covers. <laughs> um, but you should, uh, you can absolutely read, when you read them, you're going to see how they form each other. And Ryan and Cena, tell us a bit about what we're going to be seeing in, in Go Go Power Rangers, especially with that uh, sixth ranger we see there on the cover. You want to start with this? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, hi. Um, it's, it, so, it, the events take place after... Oh, fine. Um, the events take place after Shattered Grid. I think that's about as much as I can say. Um, but what's really exciting about Go Go Power Rangers for everyone who has read that series is that it's so much about the characters and watching them really deal with being Power Rangers, um, and I'm excited to kind of come in and help you out and, and really expand on all of the themes and storylines you set up uh, in the first round, and we're kind of uh, moving that forward, but in a way where new readers can come and, uh, and, and jump in and, and love it just as much as, uh, I don't know, we love making it? I love it. I, I'm only have been on it for a little bit, but I'm still... Super, super happy. It hasn't broken you yet. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to say, it's hard to come up. This is like my first time actually having something that people want to know and I can't say it. So it's hard. Because um, I just want to tell you the whole story. Um, but like, I guess the quick version I can say is, is so I've always felt that the Power Rangers books work best, the comic books at least, work best when they're sort of telling new stories and not retelling old stories. So we um, will not be doing Green People. Sorry, guys. Um, if you want to see, you can watch the show. Um, but that's what I said. We're going to move forward in time. We're going to have it take place, and it's going to. It's, so I broke two years worth of story. Uh, there's the Mighty Morphin, which is a full year, and then the Go Go. So, and they're they're obviously they're, they're connected, but they they take place. It's sort of like Lost. 
<laughs> like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is basically the island, and you gotta go Power Rangers is sort of the flashbacks. But so, but so that's why I had to break them into. If you read them, they spin back and forth; they're all interweave and stuff like that. But you can read them separately. But I, but you know, I, like I said, why would you want to do that yourself? So there's gonna be a lot of good stuff in it. Obviously, the Green Rangers in it. Um, we're gonna bring in some old villains and some new villains and some people you're looking forward to seeing. Hopefully, so I hope you guys come along for the ride because it's been a lot of fun to write. Want to raise your hands? Who has questions? We'll point, and you can just throw in your voice. Where did you find like inspiration for the stories you write? Where did you find inspiration for your Power Rangers stories? Who's asking specifically? Oh, well, I think when you when you read any licensed book or read anything that's not yours that you didn't create, you just have to find that point that, like, for instance, if you read GoGo, um, like. It's based exactly on what happened to me in high school. Uh, I, when I was right before I went to high school, I, I had four or five friends that went to, we went to junior high together forever, forever, and then they split our high school into two different high schools. So half of us went to one high school and half of us went to another one. And we tried to meet on weekends and hang out, but eventually over time we sort of got pulled in different directions and then we just eventually drifted apart, right? Well, I was thinking, what would that be like if for the Power Rangers there had been not five friends, but six friends? And five of them became Power Rangers and one of them did not. And they couldn't tell him that. And there was this idea of slowly pulling apart from him and him not understanding why that would be. So that's where that came from. And I think if, if you ever read any book, you have to find the thing that is either close to you that, you, that matters to you. And also you have to have something to say. You have to find something because there's so, especially when there's so much to read out there, if there's nothing that, that really that you have to get off your chest, then like you're sort of missing the point of writing a little bit. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. Hello everyone, Lisa J here, and I am here live at WonderCon 2019 with none other than Ryan Parrot. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, how are you? I'm all right, listen. Okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna say this, okay? <laughs> we are so happy, we are so thrilled and excited with all the announcements that have just been made, have, have been made prior to WonderCon, have been, okay, let's just start off by saying, you not only run in one book, okay, you run in two. Two books. Two books. Too so, many. Um, <laughs> so how did you get the gig? I mean, how did you, you know? That's a good question. Um, well, I think I think Gogo might have been a little bit of like an audition. Mm. Um, so there was sort of like, you know, they, they I knew that you know Shadow Grid was big. Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, if you look at my beard, it was actually dark when it started Shadow Grid. Now it's white. <laughs> I look like Stephen Colbert. Um, but yeah, I think it was a little bit of, uh, you know, that Kyle was stepping away from the book and they just, they liked GoGo and they thought, well, what do you, what do you want to do next? Like, what would be the next big step? And we just had a conversation about it. And mm -hmm. it wasn't, I didn't really know it was an audition. It was more of just a, what do you think? And we just started throwing stuff around and, and talking about, you know, I will say this, it is a hell of a lot easier to uh, break a universe than it is to try and pull them back together. Mm. Um, but uh, at least, you know, but um, so yeah, it's just more of a, just a conversation that slowly turned into a, well, you know, because they thought, to be fair, I mean, I'll, I'll be open, GoGo was going to end. Like we were, we had, we had decided, really? yeah, I mean, we kind of had conversations around the middle of Shattered Grid, right around like issue nine of like, okay, if you have a little bit more story, like how much more stories left in GoGo? Like how much, how much, like how much, we don't want you to, to start, you know, wanting to get into the Jack's tattoo of Lost area where you start writing, you know? Like they were just like, how much more story do you really want to tell? And so we talked about it. And so we're like, so they were like, well, if that's the case, what's your ending? And so I wrote the ending. I had the idea for the actual ending of the series right around the middle of Shattered Grid. And so I started writing towards that. So I've been writing towards that from the beginning. And then about halfway through, right, you know, right as I started doing Mighty Morphin, um, or they were like, you're going to do Mighty Morphin. As I started writing it, they were like, 
well, there might be an opportunity to keep GoGo going, but just in a different capacity. I see. And that's when we started talking about keeping GoGo going. So I'm still writing towards the end of that series. It's, that's it. When you read Forever Rangers number one, that's that was the intended ending, ending of the book. Oh. Yes. But now we're going to shift it and make it into its own and do the same thing that it's doing now, but just do it in a different time period. Right. So so with GoGo, the other announcement that was made is like, you know, starting at issue 21. Yes, 21. Uh, Cena Grace will be yes. co-writing Thank with God. you. So I'm just like, yeah, no, um, that's a lot to be writing two big books by yourself. Um, <laughs> not saying that people have not done it before, however, oh. comma. How happy are you to uh, have Cena? Oh, he saved my he saved my marriage. God bless his heart. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no but he uh, he's great. He, he I've already seen some of his early stuff, and we've been, we've already been collaborating for a little bit about what we wanted to do. And he it was cool, was because he kind of came in and was like, the things that he liked, the things that he sort of really gravitated for the book, for the things that I liked. Mm -hmm. And so I just knew we would be fine. Like he right. was like, I like the character stuff. I like the slow stuff down. I like the he's like I like the his his I think he was like I like the prom the homecoming issue. Right. And like that's this okay. So when he said that stuff, and I was like, okay, cool. He knows. He knows what what I think Gogo should be, or at least I think what when Gogo works, it works its best is when it's just trying to you know it's it's just using the the monsters and the and the you know the putties and all stuff as like a metaphor you know for like you know mm -hmm. it's like the real lives. Anyways, but he's great. He's been amazing and, and brought a lot of fun stuff to the books. He's got some good lines in Twenty One, so I'm very happy. And so I guess one of the things that has always been like the delineation of the two books is that okay, well you know Mighty Morphin. You know, Tommy in there, he's doing the thing, you know, we've already met him, what have you. Go-Go is pre-Tommy, you know, right. just dealing with the five. So now with 21, when we saw the reveal of the cover, when mm -hmm. uh, Tommy is <laughs> up in your face. He's all up there. He's all up in there. So um, what are certain things that I guess, I guess fans can say, like, okay, fans were looking forward to, like, just getting to know the five. Like, what are certain things that may not turn Go-Go into another Tommy show, in yes. a sense. Okay, well I know there's a lot of people worried about that, so. Um, the way that I kind of look at it is, is like, Mighty Morphin to me is sort of the universe exploring, um, sort of, uh, lost train of thought here, it's like universe exploring sort of like, concept driven book you know it's about dealing with bigger ideas it's about exploring expanding the mythology a little bit right mm -hmm. and I feel like Gogo is the exact opposite it's the character book it's the book that slows things down it's the thing that deals with the, like you you're taking it getting a date to the to the to the prom is as important as fighting the monsters right so they will stay the same way okay um, and I the other way to, to, to sort of break them is that you know obviously the White Ranger is gonna be in 40 and um, and will be a big part you know, we just we were looking at we were looking at um, how uh, Mighty Morphin Number Zero started with the arrival of the Green Ranger and how they changed the dynamic of the team. Right, that's how the original series started. Right. Um, so we were like, how, how do we how do we come back to Mighty Morphin? So it just seemed like a naturally obvious spot to bring the White Ranger in as well and see how their arrival changes the dynamic of the team. And so we can kind of parallel the two. So he, the White Ranger, is in that one, and then we will look at sort of the way that. Because Gogo is going to be moving to beyond Shattered Grid, right. that's where it takes place in the time period. I'm not going to say exactly when, right. but it takes place around that. I think you'll where it starts is part of the story. Is the best way I can say. It. I see. And so you'll understand. I think when you read this first issue, two issues, like why we chose this particular spot and how the two series they're going to intermingle in ways that I don't think they have before. Like they did a little bit in Shattered Grid, but mm -hmm. this is going to be a lot more of 
of, I used an analogy in, at the panel basically saying that like Mighty Morphin is like, if it's lost, like, my, it's my second lost reference in one interview, um, sorry. If you looked at it, like Mighty Morphin is like the island and, and Got It Go Go is kind of the flashbacks. And that's kind of the way that I, I want to do it is like if you read them both back to back, you're going to see stuff in Go Go that's going to inform on things that are going to happen in, in Mighty Morphin and, back, and, and, and vice versa. So will it be all the Tommy story? No, I, I don't necessarily think that's the case. Um, you know me. I I I'm, I don't know how you feel like, but I I was raised on this first that first season. Like to me, that's Mighty Morphin. The first season is what I really love. I love that group. Mm -hmm. I didn't really stick around and and when the Green Ranger was there. Not that I didn't like really? Tommy, but okay. I, I, I did. I watched it. And I mean, and, and even with that, like he came in episode in the teens. Like yeah, he was. He was I mean, like he came 16 in early enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like you know, he's still like. But he was like a villain and like the outsider. But, but like, like the, the those episodes before that, like there was a core five. There was a story there. You know, without. The, the new guy coming into the group and kind of like yeah. you know throwing stuff up so yeah. but you know, but listen I'm, I'm a Jason guy that's that's where I'm at yeah. and listen we we have always said on the show that um, if anybody we were gonna trust in like we were like oh, I don't know like how, where is he gonna go with this but we're gonna trust Ryan with it and we are so happy and thrilled and happy for you for June's gonna be a big month <laughs> it is it's gonna be a very busy month um, very busy month yeah. so thank you so much for taking your time and oh uh, yeah we'll talk soon absolutely thank all you so right. much thank you for all you guys do you guys are the best hello everyone Lisa J here and with me I have one of the uh, I, well not really new actually but uh, <laughs> I'm weathered <laughs> I'm old <laughs> we have Cena Grace with us with me today and uh, he it's been announced that he is co-writing Go Go Power Rangers with Ryan Parrott starting with issue 21. Nailed it yeah. Yes okay welcome. Hi <laughs> again sorry we've been we've been bonding before yes, before, before the record before button hit. <laughs> of course so I mean how did you um, get the get the Go Go gig in a sense? So I have been uh, lifelong Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan, um, fan of how Boom has been handling the franchise. I did a variant cover for the very, very first issue, so uh, check the receipts. It's there. And um, I had just been reaching out to Daphna, um, one of the best editors in the industry and, you know, best editor for Power Rangers. Um, every so about about twice a year i'd come up and be like if there are any opportunities and she's like i'm always thinking of you i'm always thinking of you and uh it came the first opportunity came with the 25th anniversary special um where i did a little story about adam and aisha kind of that moment right when they joined and and they just get accepted so quick in the show that i thought oh like let's let's like add a layer to that let's add let's add a moment to that um so yeah I've, I've always been I've not only been a fan but I've always been interested in playing with them in comic book form like I've never wanted to you know go on the show right for the tv show I just really have always wanted to uh interact with them in comic book form um and you know separate of all of that I was a fan of Ryan's go-go um arcs story and so Daphna had uh, an opportunity. She said, hey, Ryan's kind of going to be uh, the architect on both books and writing the main book, and he needs help. Uh, he's going to basically outline, you know, the issue, and uh, we need someone to kind of go in and, and, and do 
the bulk of the work um, and then he comes in and you know then you both work off each other to get that final draft mm -hmm. but uh, is that something you'd be interested in and honestly this is the best case scenario because I am terrified of ever uh, having the fans feel like I did them wrong um, which is I think kind of what the the detriment of my 25th anniversary story was was detriment. that it that is a strong word I think it was just safe I think it just kind of kept things it's like yeah yeah that happened you don't know anything new about them besides you kind of get a sense of their hearts but let me let me introduce let me introduce okay, uh, okay. <laughs> we run a podcast right that you're currently on right now okay. <laughs> one of the episodes is literally named Zacked and Trey okay that is what it's called Okay, that is from your story. Okay, so let me tell you. Now, <laughs> while you might terrible think laugh like, mine. <laughs> while you might think like, oh, I didn't add or whatever. I mean, yes, it was very rem reminiscent of like the previous comics and that sort of thing. That you know, the, the Hamilton comics, that sort of thing. But as soon as we saw Zach and Trink, we fell out. We were like, wait, because we first we didn't get it. We didn't get it. We're like, nah, this is not for Zach and Trini. Nah, nah. And then it, I'm like, come on. So listen. <laughs> Here, okay. Okay. It's like, it's okay. Like it, it might not. It might have been like. I mean, compared to like, you know, the trial of astronomy and all these other things that come after it, like these deep, heavy stuff. I'm just like, you, you have your moment in the sun. Don't be too hard on yourself. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know that. It's nice to hear it. So thank you, because <laughs> I definitely do spend a lot of time just, you know, you do, you do anything, and you just spend a lot of time going, what could I have done better? So. Sure. But, you know, all that being said, this is still great because it, it is Ryan's show and I'm here to just learn from him and I want to learn how to, you know, write, like, I just want to learn how to be the best storyteller overall and he has such a great way of managing um, action with uh, character development, with character moments and, and that's what I loved about GoGo -Go so much was just the, the character beats. Um, like, even Kimberly on her dates, uh, I just love those scenes so much and he yeah he's teaching me a lot about how you can tell your story and still make it a Power Rangers piece of canon right. um, so that's how it all kind of came up and I had to do an audition um, I basically wrote uh, before it had come out the 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 uh, scene where Alpha One helps them stop Stabosaurus Rex okay. and uh, I don't I think this pro I I don't know I think this probably lost me points but in my head I like to say this is what got me the job which is uh, Kimberly deals the final blow in, in my audition piece and when she does it she's like oh Stabosaurus Rex more like thank you Saurus next and I was just kind of like I'm gonna be me and if you want it here I am and I guess I'm wanted, so yeah, so it's great because I get to do, I think we're not gonna go as like camp with the humor, but that is what I love about Ryan's take is that these characters are humorous, they are dramatic, they are, they are humans. Like they're, yeah, and that's they what, and, humans, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, so it's, it's been a great fit so far. Well listen, now, uh, Everybody, anytime anybody quote unquote new, right? Because you, you know you've been around, right? But anyone new comes into the fandom and mm -hmm. you know, he starts writing or contributing, that sort of thing, people are just like, oh, well, was he a fan or were they a fan? And what was their favorite season and that mm -hmm. sort of thing? So, what are you looking or whom are you looking forward to writing most about? I'm honestly most looking forward to 
we're coming. So I'm I'm on it. You know, Tommy exists now. Right. Tommy's a part of it now. So uh, it's not that I'm like I'm not like oh yeah I'm excited to write Tommy, but I'm really excited to write the Rangers all um, evolving with the existence of Tommy because I think it changed the dynamic in the team and in, in for the better, but I think it's great to kind of look into how that complicates things. And, you know, we're also talking about, uh, in, in Mighty Morphin, there'll be the emergence of the White Ranger. So uh, there's lots of stuff happening both after Shattered Grid for the books and then also the timeline within the sort of canon uh, that really didn't get a lot of breathing room in the show. Mm. Um, so I'm just excited to kind of do stuff with that and really explore these relationships. And um, Ryan set up a lot of uh, great okay. beats uh, that what's, I think what they find valuable about bringing me onto the book is I was reading it as a fan. So when we had our first summit meeting, I was like, oh my gosh, and then this, that, and the other. And what are you going to do with that? And he's like, I completely forgot I wrote that. So it's great because I think I'm kind of like the, you know, it, it, like I'm like Dawn season five of Buffy. I'm like somehow the kid that got brought in later that actually works for the show and makes the show better. So um, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's fun. I really also, at first I thought I would not, uh, I would not do well with writing the Jason Trini dynamic. And then once I got in there and, and really, and, and Ryan kind of told me what his plans were and where his mind was when he wrote them. Suddenly I'm like, yes. And that's what's been great is like, you know, Ryan has his take on his characters, I have my take on my characters, and I think really the ensemble will kind of be as fleshed out as it ever has been. Well, that's good to hear because especially given with Trini, I know in the in the movie when we you know we've, we're still waiting for that sequel y'all <laughs> but in the movie especially with her like the evolution of the story and her revealing herself as a lesbian member of this community okay? <laughs> I'm gonna say that right now um, it was it was it was nice and refreshing and new because that's never been done before in Power Rangers ever in life and so now uh, now fans there especially of the LGBTQ community they're looking for more representation and that sort of thing so the diversity aspect of uh, Power Rangers I mean I know you can't give specifics I know however Anything that sliding you want to, it towards me. <laughs> want to mention in that realm, um, uh, in terms of writing, uh, whether influences or what have you, that that will bring new life into into the franchise. I I will say that basically, like Ryan's the architect; it's his ship. I know what he plans to do, um, and I'm just basically here to kind of do my best with that. All that being said. Um, we, I, it, you know, I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about something that seems like it's about nothing at all, but has everything to do with this question. I was just talking with C. B. Lee about uh, the show Pen Fifteen, and uh, I am half Persian, but was raised entirely by my Iranian mom. And uh, C. B. and her friend are Asian, um, and we we're talking about how uh, Maya in the show, you know, has an Asian. Uh, 
background and when the Anna character comes over, there's this whole interaction about like taking the shoes off. Like you gotta take the shoes off when you come in the house. And that was like a big thing, like Persian families do that too. And we were talking about how that like, it's this tiny moment, but it, it suddenly is the layer of authenticity that like tells you all you need to know about a family, about a dynamic, about a group of people. And I guess that's kind of how I want to answer the question. It's like, that's what I'm hoping to bring to this is the like, the moment of, yeah, you take your shoes off at the door with any of these characters and any of their backgrounds, you know, like avoiding, like even without like race representation of uh, gender identity and sexuality, like I come from a family of divorce. Kim's family is dealing with that, you know, like even that, just adding that authenticity of what is it like to be split between two families and neither of them kind of seem to care about you, you know? Like, what does that do to you? So that's, that's kind of what I'm bringing to this, I hope, or that's, you know, what I strive to accomplish. Well, listen, I have to say that um, just talking with you even before recording and during, um, you are just this little bulb of joy. <laughs> that we need, you know, because uh, the comics have been something that us older fans are always looking forward to and, and delving into these new stories and these, like, delving into characters deeply. So finally, speaking of characters, Go-Go mm -hmm. is, is, uh, is, you know, Green Ranger is, is coming in. He, mm -hmm. we, we, he it's coming just, in strong. Coming in strong. So, uh... There are times where, especially with a very popular character, mm -hmm. that they come in and then they kind of, they're not only scene stealers, but like they just take up the whole room. And I mean, of course, if he's the popular character, everybody wants to read about him. Everybody yeah. Wants to read about that. So um, any, anything to quell concerns about, with Go-Go, about like making sure that doesn't necessarily happen um, because this comic was specifically about the previous five. Yeah. So anything to kind of tell fans to say like, you know, hey, you know, we, we got this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, I think, um, you know, I'm trying to think of like the, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, so like mellow about this question because I'm like, yeah, for sure. We got this because think of it this way. It's about these five characters and it's about what we've set up and what they're going through. And it's not about Tommy uh, subverting that or making it about himself. It's about these characters reacting to that and some status quo is being upended by Tommy being there and uh, relationships kind of being shifted because of Tommy. And nothing you know, dramatic or bad per se, but it's still focused on how those five kids um, are changed and affected by him being there. And he certainly is a character and has his own arc, but it, it does come back to, yeah, what what happens with these five kids when, you know, this new member is brought into the team who is kind of, uh, he's constantly changing, you know, his first couple chapters in Ranger, I mean, he's always changing in Ranger history, but um, there's a lot of upheaval. And I I'm personally keeping my focus on everyone reacting to upheaval rather than everyone just being like embracing upheaval who is this new person i don't matter anymore like it's tommy's there but it's through the lens of these five the i guess the other the last thing that really really drew me to you and your personality and everything was we were on the panel and uh yay 
great, Power Rangers, woo-woo, yeah, that's great, and whatever. And then they announced that you were getting, you were collaborating, getting your own comic with Boom, mm -hmm. your own first thing, and you just like, wanted this moment, I worked in the comic book <laughs> store, and everything. And so I think, so just to, for the fans to kind of like hear a little bit about you growing up, and what have you? Yeah. Um, get a little backstory on like, like from from comic book store to now. Just a little something so that we can get to know you, Cena. That's mm -hmm. right. Okay. Hi. <laughs> uh, well, um, I yeah, I'm me, uh, and I don't know. I've just like always loved comics since I was a little kid, and it's even in my uh, in the fifth grade yearbook when it's like what's your dream job you know and people said astronaut I said comic book illustrator yeah I've just like I've always loved comics I've always been drawn to them uh, I think like Spider-Man Batman Ninja Turtles were where I started and then X-Men kind of became my forever home mm. um, and I yeah I worked at Heidi Ho Comics in Santa Monica uh, in high school I interned at Top Cow I just I, I didn't know anything but to want to make comics and so I tried everything and, and learned all that I could and absorbed everything I could. I apprenticed for a comic artist. I, you know, like I took a quarter off of school to go just be like, I'm gonna like go to this dude's house and like watch him draw comics all day so I can like learn something. Uh, and yeah, I was like self-publishing. Um, and then I was Robert Kirkman's editorial director at Skybound. Um, so I was like editing Walking Dead, Invincible, Super Dinosaur, learned a whole lot from him. Uh, and I was an image comics dude. But yeah, through and through, I've just always wanted to make comic books, and uh, it's, I don't know, I'm like, now I'm all like saying it out loud and like kind of like saying where I'm at, I'm like, I did it. <laughs> um, and it's just really, it's just cool and it's hard, and, but there's no other job or industry like this where you can kind of create something so special and there are these people who like love it the way you want them to, you know, like you, like you, like we're talking about with Zach and Tring, like you can you you put that on the table, and if someone picks it up, you're like worth it, like so worth it. So it's just great to finally um, have projects with the platform, like on a platform where people will look and see. And I've had all this experience kind of getting me to this point. So I'm not. I'm not losing my mind with like fear or stress. I'm, I'm at this place of like, well, I got here. And if it doesn't work out, I tried. Like I really tried, you know? And if it doesn't work out, like cool, I have all these books I did and uh, I'm on a bonus round, you know? Another thing I should talk, I don't know why I'm gonna talk about this, but I'm gonna, because you and I are there, so us and the internet are gonna be there. But you know, I was real sick a few years ago and, and kind of was about to, to check out, you know, of here. Long story, made a book about it. It's called Nothing Lasts Forever. But uh, to be, to come out of an experience where you are both uh, physically and mentally ill to the point of like uh, depletion of existence and, and to come out of that like on your own and to climb out of that and, and sort of to willfully say like, I wanna be here and I wanna do this and I wanna make these things. Um, I'm on a bonus round. And it, that's what's so great is that, uh, you know, like, I'm here and I chose to be here and I'm being rewarded by kind of believing in myself when uh, I didn't believe, like, you know, when, when just, I don't know, when all hope, I don't know, yeah, there's like, I was like about to like be all Star Wars-y or something, but, um, but yeah, it's just great and I just feel so lucky to, to kind of be 
who I wanted to be when I was 10, you know? Like, that's nuts. Like, this is what I wanted to do when I was 10. And... You start crying. <laughs> we both were, so it's okay. <laughs> but it's cool, you know? Like, it's really cool, and, uh, and that's why I don't sweat it, because it's just like, life's dope. <laughs> I mean, life sucks, but life is dope. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard, and, and people need help all the time, but... Right my corner's covered so I can sort of spend the rest of my life trying to make others happy. So I don't know, I'm good. <laughs> well, thank you, Sina. Thank you. You have been a joy and a pleasure to talk to. Same. I'm so glad. I mean, not that I would have said no, but I'm so glad that, like, we had time for this today. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, you know, June slash July is going to be really busy time for you, just saying. You know, yeah. Just okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I, I think once people read what Ryan and I are doing on GoGo, they're really going to love it um, because also I think Shattered Grid, there were still so many um, avenues to explore. Right. And fans are going to really appreciate, I think they're going to dig what we do. It's, it, 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 it takes you there and gives you what you want and what you need and there is no navel gazing. Like, it's really to pivot to another, it's just cool. I can't say anything, know, I'm not allowed. I know, I know, I know. So I hope that you, you know, come back on the show after oh, all this stuff please. comes out and they will delve into deeper stuff and they will talk about all yeah. this stuff and, and, and tangents and things and we'll have a good kiki, okay? Yeah. So thank you so thank much. Thank you so much too, oh my God. Or you're welcome, whatever, anyway, love you, bye. <laughs>